Hey, Star Wars fans and Rule of the Galaxy fans. Welcome to chapter... Brent, what do you think this is? Chapter 204? I think it's 05 because he dropped some sort of in-betweener just a couple days ago. I missed it. Chapter 205 then. Yeah, he dropped one. It wasn't with the normal uh, Fanthatrax. It was from somebody from Fanthatrax, but it wasn't Newbold. It was somebody else. I haven't listened to it, but, but he did like... Since the dude's over in England, uh, he did a midday... Uh, chat with uh across the pond chat yeah so love it. it yeah so yeah 205 man what do you got going on what what tell us about yourself what you've done ddoc not much uh i'm just uh i've been having like a crazy two weeks so i feel like my mind is just mush and i i always think to myself i'm like i don't even know what like podcast wise what i'm going to say whatever and then this show starts and then it just happens man it's the force it's, it's magic. The force. the force is with you. The force is, strong with, the force is strong with the redhead. <laughs> yes. So how are you doing tonight, Brent? Uh, I'm doing good. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. I've tried to watch a couple of visions. I say try because I feel like some of these are not holding my attention. Um, I'm all for the good ones that are just completely out there. Um, but some of these are completely out there. The ones that I've actually been able to catch. Yeah. Um, I want to watch the Jedi Avenger. The Jedi, Young Jedi Adventures, because those look pretty cool too. But I haven't turned those on yet either. So, yeah, I know I'll be hitting those with uh, with my kiddos eventually because uh, I, I think they look pretty fun, and I, I think it'll be different to see. Uh, it'll be different to see <laughs> Brent's. Uh, Brent went dark. Hopefully, yeah. Power no, over there. I didn't lose power. It, it'll come back on in about I don't know a minute or two. Uh, okay, we're all good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, enough about me. Enough about Brent. We actually have two special guests tonight, and um, two guys who I have followed uh, on social media, but I've never had the pleasure to talk to. And I'm going to start with uh, Paul from Trooper Transmissions. Uh, Paul, what's going on? Tell everybody from uh, Rule to Galaxy uh, what you do, kind of, and you know how you're a fan of Star Wars, really. Yeah. Well, first thing is, I guess the way I'm saying is, I'm just helping train the entire grand army of the republic and uh, <laughs> fitness for the republic and so if you especially if you like the clone wars that's really my sweet spot i love i grew up playing sports uh, i loved history and so for whatever reason like the the clone brotherhood different units all that stuff just really connects me i was a catcher in college so the idea of having a helmet on and like being in the arena going into battle and you know doing the hard work. It's kind of like putting the hard hat on. So the May the 4th, I launched the 30 day train, like a 501st trooper series, 25 minute workouts, dumbbell, all stuff you can do at home. And right now I'm almost finished with the 
cadet body weight version that'll also be 30 days. And so the idea is by the end of June, I'll have the ARC Trooper series up as well. And people will be able to climb the ranks, train like a trooper and, you know, get fit while ideally not wearing a helmet. I want to keep people safe. Uh, I, I throw that disclaimer out there, but I've already seen people doing it. And so it's kind of fun already having a war cry. Everyone, you know, responds for the Republic, like their commander Thorne, uh, or they say, this is the way anytime, you know, something gets posted or shared. And so it's just, I, I've always wanted to have a fun community tied around Star Wars and fitness. And about two months ago, I was just like, screw it. I'm just going to make it. And so every day I'm down in my home gym filming for two hours and then I just go and edit it. And it's about a hundred hour process for every 30 day series. So it's a, it's a beast, but it's worth it. So a couple months ago, just to throw a little thing out, I get this message because of the, uh, I'm in Facebook groups, Star Wars Facebook groups. I get this random message out of the blue from the trooper transmissions. And I, lo- I guess I have a face that looks like I'm willing to talk. And he just shoots out and he's like, hey, I'm, I, I just, I've put out feelers to a bunch of different people. I, I'm, I'll, I'll bite. We started talking. And I'm in the middle of a fitness transformation. So I'm like, this is ridiculously like interesting that how did you choose me? Right. You talked about the force finds a way, yeah. but like he, I respond back and we also have this platform. So um, I was like, yeah, let, let's have you on kind of talk about who you are, what you got going on and kind of promote this, uh, the, the fitness to the listeners of the rule of galaxy. So it was really weird. So kind of give me some background how did you land on this ugly mug and decide to choose me as, or how did you go about getting and recruiting some of the ideas in the background to build the plan up? Yeah. So why I chose you, um, I was just kind of like going through different communities that I was a part of. And I was like, well, I need someone who actually has a name. Cause a lot of <laughs> Star Wars fans are random letters and words. And I'm just like, eh, I don't know where you are living these days. And you know, you actually like had a, presentation or a profile as presentable you you had a job you you were born a certain date and so i was like all right cool like <laughs> this guy seems like someone who would entertain and have a, a a beneficial conversation with um and then b brent was kind of at the top of the alphabetical list so i was like all right yeah like i know this guy like you had the rule of the galaxy stuff and so i was like all right this is like a good person to try and have a conversation with um and then what was the other part of the question? Just like, was, yeah. So you, and then do you reached out to a couple other people. Uh, and so what did, what did you learn through the conversations that you had with other people? Yeah. I got like, I like 50 different people I talked to with where they're always just like, what would you want? Like, what would a community look like? Like, what are we doing? What's the layout? How is it organized? And, you know, obviously it would be great if we could throw lightsabers around and do stuff that was like CGI and maybe, you know, little bit harder to produce but i was like all right like i can produce this i can make this high quality i can do these things that people want and i also think it'll just evolve too. the the plan right now is like i've got all the trooper stuff but like it can very well be the mandalorian move like mando series it could very well be the fit with the force and it's just a bunch of people in cosplay jedi costumes swinging their lightsabers around and doing yoga like that's all in my wheelhouse and that's how i can create stuff and share stuff with the community that I find fun. I find entertaining. And I was having a conversation with someone else and they're like, were you worried that no one would like it? And I was like, I mean, maybe, yeah, but I also am just like having fun. Like I would work out anyway. 
And there's something kind of fun about blasting music in the gym by yourself with the helmet on and pretending like you're in the trenches <laughs> with your brother. <laughs> you yeah. know, like five minutes is up and you're like, oh man, like didn't expect the clankers to be around that corner, but we made it out alive. <laughs> that's awesome. See, that's what's funny. It's like, that's the thing about like deciding to create content, like as you're old, getting older, like I'm 32 and I like just started making Same. like content uh, within the last year and a half or so. And it's like, most of my buddies are like, what? Like you're starting a TikTok channel. You're doing what? Like they're, they're just like, whatever, you know, but it, it's, it, it's really fun. And you really don't know where it can go. I mean, I see you're almost at like 20,000 subs on YouTube and the thumbnails look awesome. The page looks awesome. It might actually make me want to start doing some workouts because I'm not the healthiest person in the world. So if it's affiliated with Star Wars, you know, I'm, it might get, it might get me in finally. We'll see. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Speaking of content creators, we have another content creator that's on with us. Uh, Headless Ned Stark. Um, D-Doc wasn't there last year because he decided to have a child born. Or, sorry, the child was not born, but the uh, the due date was well within the window of ICC. So, yeah, it was close. Uh, so he, he made the wise choice to forego going to the ICC and be there just in case the child was born. Turns out it was born like what a week or two later, like a week, I mean, a week later. Yeah. <laughs> so he was, he could have been there, and he but he missed it. We met Nedless uh, Headless Ned Stark. So hit us with what you got going on, sir. Dave, you chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna say, see Ian McDermott and uh, Anthony Daniels live in person, or be there for the birth of my third <laughs> child. I mean. It's it's a tough decision, man. I mean, you've already seen two of them, right? You've already seen two. What's the like, the third one can't be that much different. That's true. And <laughs> yeah. I've never I've never seen Palpatine or C three PO live in person before. So you know, well, I'll I'll get the chance to see Palps uh, this year. So yeah. and I don't have any children on the way right now, so that's good. <laughs> that you know of at least. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it was yeah. It's uh, it's crazy a uh, year. Um. When I'm when you know when I Brent when I first met you down there, I mean I had like I had like 80 subs. I had no clue what I was doing. Um, it's so funny because, uh, gosh, this is like gosh a week ago or two when uh, my co-host is in the chat, Ryan. Um, when we were uh, we were just doing a live and we started showing each other our old videos, like our very first ones. My God, they're terrible. It's like unbelievable, <laughs> unbelievable that I even had any subs back then. Like it's crazy, you know. And now at, um, I'm like just under 800, and it's been a really, really good year. And um, yeah, I mean, so I started the channel, you know, Headless Nuts Dark. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. Um, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, and um, it's like my Grail Funko Pop, which I was able to actually pick up last year finally after I don't know, I think it was 2013 that thing came out, and um. Yeah, so you know, in, in, so my two loves are Star Wars, which you can tell from the background, and then Game of Thrones for the name. And yeah, so I started off the channel basically kind of like collectibles, Funko, that kind of stuff, and it's kind of really evolved into more of a um, an everything channel. And I think this is why you, the YouTube algorithm hates me because I I don't stick to just one thing. Because my my thing when I created this channel was I wasn't gonna do things just to get subscribers or just to get the likes. I wanted to do things that I wanted to do 
And like Dave, like I got 15 years on you, man. I'll be 47 next month. And I just started this two years ago. And really, I've only been consistently on YouTube for just over a year. And but again, like I wanted to do this because I wanted to, to to present information and just have fun and meet incredible people like you guys and everyone else I met at ICCC, people I've met at New York Comic Con, people I've met at SDCC, people I've met at Galaxy Cons. I mean, it's amazing how many people I've met um, and, and not, the channels I go on and people come on my channel now. It's, it's awesome. It's just, it's, and like you say, it's, a, it's um, like, like Paul was saying, trying to find that niche in that community. Um, so that's kind of what I do. Um, right now, we're, we're kind of big into um, just kind of doing like a lot of like review and breakdowns of like older shows. Uh, we, we, we break down newer shows as well. Um, again, I'm speaking with uh, to, about my uh, my co-host, Brian Milky. And um, yeah, I mean, we're just kind of having fun. And, you know, it, it's you guys know it, it's not easy to do this. It's a lot of work. Uh, the editing process is is so tedious. Uh, we're breaking down Clone War episodes right now, and boy, oh boy, does Disney like to try to copy strike us. Uh, so that 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 just playing around with those edits is is crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what I do. Uh, we kind of I started we started uh, me Ryan and um, another YouTuber uh, Beard of Pop. We started a uh, a monthly thing on Saturdays. Actually, this Saturday at eight thirty on my channel, we're doing this. Um, it's called Bricks and BS. Where we literally just have four just old people basically building Legos and just talking BS and drinking oh, beers. And you just hit DDoc. You just hit DDoc's like wheelhouse got, right there. I've got a new oh, set sitting next to me right now. Dude, if I oh, no, wait. You, is Paul Paul's Paul's going. going to – he's going. He's on, his, he's on a trip to find some Legos too. <laughs> oh, my saw, God. I thought we could go – I thought we could go a week without toy time. Dude, if you saw what's in that corner right now, and I just picked it, he's been sitting in my closet for weeks. So I got you. I don't know, you might be able to see it right there. Is the ad at that was like one of my that's like my second build. And literally, if I lift my camera up, you guys can see. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got the dead. And so I'm waiting for shelves because I want to pop up on the show. And then there's my uh, Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary right there. I got the uh, X Wing fighter, I got the Diorama uh, of Luke and Vader. I'm currently building the Hogwarts Castle. Oh, I've seen that. Absolutely amazing. What about it, Rivendale? Did you get Rivendale? I did not. Um, I, I am a, I am a, I am a Lord of the Rings fan, but not to spend that much money on a Lego set. <laughs> Five hundred, <laughs> baby. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, <laughs> but it does look absolutely amazing too. Oh, it like, does. It's, um, it's my, it's my go-to just to see if people will actually purchase it. Yeah, I was. Um, I was in Legoland, New York, the day that released mm -hmm. by chance because my in-laws live up there, and it was sitting there on the shelf. And I, I so nonchalantly, it was pretty good acting. I said, I just grabbed it and said to my wife, "I'm just like, yeah, today is today is the day it came out. So, like, you know, this is destiny. We're gonna get this. Like, and yeah, she was just like, are you kidding me? Like, put that shit back now. <laughs> like, don't even touch it. Five hundred dollars. Like, I mean." Wow. But still, it's a it's a ton of pieces. It's a beautiful set, just like those, just like the the ad at that you have stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like they are expensive, but man, they come out pretty freaking amazing. I oh. have I've yet to build one of these huge UCS sets. Paul, so my which of the sorry, Paul, which of the helmets did you hold up real quick? Oh, it was a Boba Tie Fighter, and then I built Stormtrooper and Baby Yoda. 
uh, okay. the Millennium Falcon are on a shelf. Gotcha. Have you so, seen uh, Rex is out there too right yeah, now? Rex and Cody. Cody. Yeah. I'm like, I, the thing that's tough for me is I love helmets. So I'm like, I can either build a Lego helmet or I could get another helmet and do a bunch <laughs> of workouts in that. And so I'm always like, that's the first thing just, I got obsessed with. I can kind of turn my cameras. All, all these are all the helmets. It's like the first thing I like became obsessed with collecting. Like, yeah. And um, that uh, TIE fighter helmet you're holding up is selling. It's one of the first ones I got. I got it on sale. I'm pretty sure. Um, that was that sells for three hundred dollars secondary market now just because of the little um oh my god like just like the little empire symbols on the side of the helmet. oh yeah there's a special piece that it comes with and people want that piece yep exactly right on the top right on the top of his head man they're a printed piece and people will pay big money just to get that set just to get those pieces apparently have to do some trades or some, some is that yeah. Is that set retired then? Yeah, it is. I'm pretty sure. Oh, actually. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right now, right now, I'd say like as far as the previous waves of those, I think the Dark Trooper is kind of showing up here and there. I paid full price for that when I was at Legoland because I can't find it anywhere around me. And that's another one that's turning into the secondary market where the money is starting to jump up a little bit on it. So. Yeah, I'm a helmet guy too, Paul. It's like, I, I, I mean, I only have two of the Black Series ones. Like, I have Mando and I have Captain Cardinal just because I thought it was a cool-looking helmet. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't even know who he is. I know he's from a book. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, do you know that? Do you know the lore of Captain Cardinal? I no, just saw Red no, he's just a C helmet. He's just a Red C uh, sequel trilogy trooper. That's basically all I got for you. He was like he was in I think uh, what was the, the book about the uh, Captain Phasma's book, which yeah. is actually a pretty good book. Oh okay, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do a workout wearing this helmet. I'll say that. So I I have to either single or double beanie it, which just adds to the heat and the sweat and the fogginess in the eyes. So I I have I have bobblehead problems too if I just put it on regularly. Yeah. Did you? I, I didn't have my headset on. Did you say that you do you add like some special uh, padding and stuff inside? I'll just put on one or two beanies. Smart move. Because my Mando helmet fits me much better than the Stormtrooper one. You like? I, I feel like the eyes on it. I I don't know if I don't know if it's just Black Series or what, but I feel like the eyes really kind of cut across in the middle, so it kind of gives you two lines of vision. But maybe that's just how they are. Yeah. <clears throat> so what are you guys going to be putting together ned do you are you just going to be doing any random lego no so i usually um i think it was what is it say thursday i think on tuesday i i put up a poll on my community tab and the one that is well, the one that's probably going to end up winning is bulk ship um they, they kind of did that re-release of that on walmart and i hopped right on that because that was like one that i was kind of wanted and i didn't realize it, it they actually do can you actually can flip up the wings on it too which is pretty cool so that's what I'll be building on Saturday. Um, but yeah, I did pick up the, um, it's funny. I went to target, this is like about a month and a half ago. And I picked up the X wing, like the, the smaller version, like the 400 piece count. Cause I was going to build that. And then of course they announced that they're releasing the, like the 2000 piece, uh, the deluxe one. So I took that back and I put that money toward the deluxe. And of course the box comes, my wife's like, didn't you just buy that? 
I'm like, this is a different one, sweetie. <laughs> Deluxe. <It's for> the <laughs> <one>. <laughs> it comes right. with stand. <laughs> a, a quick, a quick question for both of you guys because you're new to the channel. We got a few questions, and there's one, there's one like question I got to ask everybody. But there, a couple questions to get you to. What was your first experience with Star Wars? Do you remember your first memory of Star Wars? And two, is there a movie or character that you would say that you gravitate to and is your favorite? So I'll go with Headless Ned Stark. So two questions. Mm. What is your first memory of Star Wars that you can remember? And two, like, is there something that stands out that like is like that wholesome, like, uh, like yeah. you go to gravitate to the most? Yeah, uh, my the first thing I can remember. Um, so it was Empire Strikes Back. I was probably only about five or six. I was probably six years old at this point. Um, and I remember sitting, it was awfully close. I remember sitting close to the screen because I remember like the snow, I felt like it was on me, right? In Hoth. And uh, it went with my dad. And that was, that was like the first thing I remember of watching from Star Wars was just, I re just remember the Hoth scene. That That's like the thing that really resonates the most with me. Um, and then down the line, I, it just, uh, down the line, it's just like, I remember going to my neighbor's house and this is like in the, you know, 80s and, Dude, me, my brother, my next door neighbor, anytime Star Wars came out, we would just, I just remember laying there. It was like a sleepover. You know, we were probably like eight or nine years old. And I just remember just laying there on the floor, on our stomachs, all three of us. We have pictures of it. It's crazy. My you know, parents, right? Um, and just sitting there watching and just it, unbelievable. Like, I, I, my, the love I have for Star Wars is, is, is so ridiculous. And it just sometimes makes me so mad of, <laughs> what has happened <laughs> which you know i don't know if that's a conversation for this or not but that's a, that's a long <laughs> conversation um but but that was that's probably like my my earliest um memories and then as far as star wars character i mean i, I like okay so when luke came back in mando season two like it was perfect like that is what i wanted to see in the sequels and i and i think a lot of people agree with that and for me, it's always been Luke. It will always be Luke. And just these rumors I'm hearing that Disney doesn't even want Luke to be part of it anymore. And I, I've heard they're false and all that too. But like, if, that is the dumbest thing you could ever do. Like, I literally just made a video two days ago um, with the unboxing. I don't even know where he is. Oh, he's up here with Mara Jade, actually. Um, the Hasbro 6-inch, the one from Mando. Love it. A amazing figure. And uh, I probably have the most, most Luke um, of anything I have. Um, luckily enough in 2000, I think it was 17, I was able to meet Mark Hamill at New York Comic Con. He got him to sign uh, my Funko Pop. Kills me now that I didn't get them all signed, you know, because um, now it's like he never does them anymore. That was like the last time he signed. But yeah, I would say, um, I would say Luke Skywalker is definitely my favorite character. So, Paul, what do you got? Uh, like uh, first memory and then like character and or something that you come back to that you, you're drawn to. Yeah, so my aunt would cut hair for my entire family. So it'd be me and my younger siblings, my mom sometimes too. And back then, they didn't have iPads or video games to sedate kids. They had TV and movies. And I remember watching Return of the Jedi. And I, the frustrating thing that I think about is I would only ever get the first like 60 minutes in because we'd be done with haircuts by the time we like started it up. So I'd always get to the point of them landing on Endor. And then my mom would be like, all right, it's time to go. But I just burned through that movie every single time I would oh. come over. 
and um, just like the green lightsaber is is the one that I always. Um, That's it. It's just so iconic for me. The one that he had, the all black outfit. I uh, did that with my wife for Halloween one year. She was Leia. <laughs> Hey, D Doc, where's yours at? Because I know, because I know you got it. <laughs> yeah, we all got it. Here. <laughs> like, How do you not have that? Everyone has an Skywalker hill at some point. That's amazing. That's great. And then characters, I'm kind of split. Like I, my favorite movie of all time, oddly enough, not oddly, it's a great movie, but gla is the gladiator. And I just like really identify with the character of Maximus, just like all the values and things that he stands for. And he has a lot in parallel with Rex where it's just like integrity, do what you're supposed to do, work hard. Like even though like Anakin's like doing all the crazy shit and he, sorry, I don't know if you're supposed to wear. Uh, uh, it's, right. it's all right. It's after dark that. when um, the boss is away. Really and the reason for that is like honestly maybe for the same reason where it's like it may sound like a i'm a lame but he's just wholesome mm -hmm. right he's the one who like yeah he he might have got jiggy with satine a little bit but like the guy <laughs> stayed on the path and uh i also like the idea that he's the guide of the hero's journey right mm -hmm. and i kind of look at fitness as like a hero's journey that someone can go through and i'm the guide for that and my job is to help people go through all those different call to adventures, inner cave transformation, come out the other side. And so I kind of look at myself professionally as a Obi-Wan Kenobi, but then also like values as a Captain Rex. Yeah. Gotcha. Here, so. I got I got this for Paul though, really quick. Oh man. Dude, that that's is a perfect awesome. shirt, too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man, super awesome. nice. Unfortunately, it was a service celebration last year, and it was kind of like a a conveyor belt because uh, it was so crowded. But yeah, I was um, there too in, in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah, but it's funny because like when I was going, when I was in line to get a fic picture with him, I'm I, I, he wasn't really smiling for most of them, and I'm like, Dude, I got I got to do something to get this dude smiling. This is like three hundred bucks, you know. I'm like, so I just walked off, and I'm like, hello there. And he, he smiled and grabbed my grabbed my neck like that, and so that was cool. But that's cool. Yeah, nice guy, nice guy. Cool. D Doc, what's your what's your first memory? I don't know if I've ever asked you that question or heard you say, "What's your first Star Wars memory?" And then what do you what what pull, keeps pulling back, <clears throat> character wise? Uh, I mean, I I have the VHS box up there. It's uh, <clears throat> it, it, that was my first memory of it. I've recently asked my parents about it. Just like, why did we have the VHS set of star wars because i said neither of you guys like it like my dad doesn't like it my mom doesn't like it but me and my brother it was like if we were ever like home on a rainy day or something like we would just watch it you know we would but i would i always wanted to go to empire strikes back i thought hoth was one of the coolest things um i loved the box art of return of the jedi too because it had yoda on it and then on the back it had luke and leia on the skiff you know and i always just thought that was awesome um <clears throat> yeah so it was really the original trilogy vhs's and i mean i don't know who the hell got them for us it must have been a gift because i've asked my parent my mom and dad if they bought them and they said they said they don't even remember but it's like funny because just that box of VHS sets can spark, you know, a lifetime of uh, fandom. It's like 
I don't know. It's like how how uh, Headless Ned was talking about watching Star Wars, like everybody in the room watching. It's like it just has that special thing to it. You know, it's just got that it's it's got it. Uh, and it's it's the logo. It's the ships. It's the lightsabers. It's the costumes. It's the characters. They they have it's the soundtrack like they have everything all in one. That's why I'm able to talk about it once a week or, you know, it's like you could talk about it forever. And it's it's expanded into these places with, uh, you know, the animated shows. And it's like how Paul was talking about how Rex is one of his favorite characters. I didn't watch the animated stuff till within the last like two years. I, I started watching Clone Wars and it's like. At first, like there's some episodes where I'm like, ah, I don't know, I don't know. And then it's like you start to get it with like Ahsoka and Rex's relationship and, you know, expanding on Anakin and Obi-Wan's relationship. So I don't know, man. Star Wars is just great. Picking a favorite character. Oh, my God. It's extremely hard for me. Is there one that you consider yourself drawn to? Because I'm in the chat, Ned Stark. He didn't say it, but I heard that Jar Jar Binks is what keeps pulling Ned back. <laughs> oh, man, Umpty, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he knows I hate him. <laughs> man, he's misunderstood. Uh, Misa, li- Misa like Jar Jar. Misa, if it was Darth, if it was Darth Jar Jar, I'm in. Oh, Darth, are you really? Do you do you really subscribe to the Darth Jar Jar? I think that's great, <laughs> but I think it's creative. But there's absolutely no chance on this. No, God's no. green earth. It's no. really clever that for whoever came up with that idea. That is a clever idea. It's it's a great YouTube video. I've watched it like several times. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I remember sending it to my brother. And I'm like, dude, if this is real, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I doubt it though. <laughs> you never know, man. You never know. He's 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 been around for some certain moves that didn't go the right way in certain situations. So I don't know, man. I don't know. But I'm gonna say Luke Skywalker too, by the way. All right. It's so it's so simple, I know, but like the the scene in Mando season two, it's like I was literally brought to tears by that scene when I saw that X Wing fly in and him walking down the hallway. It's like you know, a guy's got to be probably your favorite character. I, I'm so bad at picking favorites for anything. If you ask me my favorite Game <laughs> of Thrones character, my favorite Lord of the Rings character, it's like I always feel like I'm betraying somebody by choosing one. Oh, Game of Thrones, easy. The Dothraki, uh, Jason Momoa. There, yeah, there's yeah. Cal Drago. Like, you can't, like. He's your favorite I, Game of Thrones Absolutely. Character? I loved Cal Drago. What about Pedro Pascal? Yeah, the watermelon head. Oh, well, get his eyes, get his uh, whole head stomped in by the mountain. Yeah, oh, it's gotta be God. one of the best scenes in TV history. Oh, would that? Oh my, his, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was probably the lowest my draw, my jaw has ever dropped watching something oh happen like that. Man, I was just like, and then, he had him beat, man, and he, he just, <laughs> no, no, you can't die yet. He just kept <laughs> talking, man. And that's after Headless Ned, well, after Ned Stark dies, and after the Red Wedding. And they still pull that off. I know. That's what's crazy about it. Yeah. No, I, I honestly like Ned, and I felt like he and got killed way too soon. But um, so I'll throw my two cents in. Some people have heard this or not. So I, if you guys haven't heard me, you probably haven't heard me. My earliest memory. Um, so I go back. I'm in the uh, 
<laughs> with the headless nuts. Sorry, I was reading the. It's hard not to read the stuff, stuff that you throw up, D Doc. It distracts me. My ADHD I know. I always in. try to just throw them up, you know, as so, part of the visual, you know. I am in my 40s, uh, 43. My grandparents had a beta VCR, which there's probably only about five people listening to this that have heard of a beta. Beta was the precursor to VHS. The thing about it is you could record from television, but you couldn't record over it. So it was a one-time recording deal. So they recorded the Empire Strikes, or not Empire Strikes Back. They recorded um, A New Hope, and I think it was off of television. So I'm sitting there. I watch this thing every day after preschool. I get a half-day preschool. My grandparents pick me up. I go to my grandma's house. She has this old recliner. And so I say old recliner, but at the time it was a recliner. And it had like a patchwork woven pattern that was like raised. So there was a bunch of squares all over it. So I'm sitting in the recliner. I kick back in the recliner and I always watch the trench run. So I'm sitting there in my X-Wing because of all of those square buttons that are on the X-Wing. And it's like, Luke, you turned off your targeting computer. So I'd reach over and turn off my targeting computer. <laughs> Is everything okay? I say about 20 guns, some on the surface, some on the towers. Hang on back there, right? Like, I mean, like that whole trench run sequence is like ingrained in my memory to the point where I broke the beta VCR because the tape got stuck in the beta. I broke their, like, and it's like a clutches item. Yeah. What do you got there? You got a trench run tattoo? Yeah. Stay on sort target. Of, stay on target. Porkins. Stay on target. Yeah. Red later. Gold later. Negative. Negative. Just impacted on the surface. Oh gosh. Yeah, dude. I like there's there's things that I can just randomly pull out from that. So that is like probably my number one memory. I got goosebumps talking about it. Um, my grandmother finally passed just about two years ago in the COVID window. Older um, went back to the house to help clean it out, and I actually stood in the location of where the the chair used to be. Cause I was like, cause I had just recently told the story on, on the podcast. Mm. So that's kind of my, that's my, my earliest memory. Um, I think I would say Yoda, like I love the Dagobah stuff. I love how curmudgeon he was when he came out and beat the hell out of Luke with his cane and started, started eating, started eating his Lunchable. Um, Lunchable. I mean, that's what it was. Like, we didn't have Lunchables at the time, but he pulls that out was the a Lunchable. Lunch it was a Lunchable. Like, let's not kid ourselves. I always it, envisioned that little bar as a Snickers. I don't know what it was. but I, I thought it was a carrot. Like, I was like, it was. I, th I thought it was some sort of carrot or veggie. Like, it was, I was going health food on it. He's like, mmm, mmm, you sick Yoda, right? So, yeah, no. and, I, and then with the, when R2 gets shot out of the whale and the sound that he makes that, as you get shot out of the whale. So there was something about the Dagobah scene in Hoth, but Yoda probably is one of the characters that I keep getting pulled back. Like I really enjoy him and I will go down and say that I think he was beating the emperor and he gave up. I will, I will go to my death in saying that. You That's a Grogu tough fan one. then? What's that? Are you a Grogu fan then? So, yeah, I mean, I want Grogu to see, like I, I like to see the world burn. I don't want Grogu to talk ever. Mm. Uh, I I want it to be a long ass development time. Yes, he's fifty. That doesn't mean that he had like I want them to stay true to his development taking time, 
And yeah, he can communicate because everybody can communicate telepathically, right? He's got some force and he's got that force, but he doesn't need to talk. Um, I actually loved when they put him in the IG-12 and no, 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 no. And then like, yes, yes, yes. That was amazing because it reminded me of my children, my child, um, when she was younger. Like, it's just a little kid walking through. Yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah. So I do like Grogu, um, but Yoda's probably my draw. Um, D-Doc, do you got any like intro questions about to get to know these guys and their Star Wars loves? I'm thinking right now. I'm also thinking of your uh, – see, you threw me off with saying that Yoda just decided to give up fighting uh, that's, Sidious. That's what I'm thinking on. I, I, I can, I'm can. i trying to see it. I'm down to see it, but I just so, want to know. Again, and this is my headcanon. And I watch it, and like I, I've watched them so many times that I fall asleep. But in my mind – he throw like so this is what i remember seeing and i could have it out of sequence because of the way that i feel about it palpatine throws the senate chamber chairs at yoda yoda cut, catches the thing does his little spin move gets it spin and throws it back and knocks darth sidious off of his perch and he's hanging on by a thread onto one of the senate chamber seats and that's when yoda jumps down and goes into the crawls away well he falls he, he falls, is, yeah. He's got his okay. nail, which I can't even hear because it, it, I don't. It's nails on a chalkboard to me. <laughs> but so, but pal, but but palp was also hanging and falling, right? Oh, look at you, man! The streamyard stuff is amazing. Yeah, streamyard's incredible. I love that you can <laughs> he, do this. He jumps off, right? Oh, so he jumps off. So in my mind, he was beaten. <laughs> We're not worried about any copyright stuff on Rule of the Galaxy YouTube yet. And I don't think we've ever had anything from Podbean either, so we should be okay. <laughs> this I don't think this stuff gets flagged. I did the entire Mando Season 3 trailer and reviewed it. No issues. See, look. And then he throws him he back. Look, look, right there. Right there. Look. Yoda's kicking his tail. He knocks him off. Uh, yeah, so he gets fall back. But then... Did. Yeah. Right, but now is when Yoda gives up, right? Like, he could jump back up. He could force jump. Ooh, there's the nails. 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 Right? So he, like, this is where I feel like Yoda gives up and runs with his tail between his legs. <laughs> I always laugh at that part. So, so that's where I'm at on that. Yeah. All right. Again, D-Doc, thank you for showing this, but if you continue to show it, we'll do nothing but watch that and not talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. That's another. What's another one that we typically ask? Um, if you could live anywhere in the Star Wars universe, where would you live? Pabu. Uh, is that from the Bad Batch stuff? Yeah. Boca Raclone? Yeah, we call that Boca Raclone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'd just be chilling on the beach. Is there even a beach on Pabu? I mean, there's... there was during the tsunami. <laughs> <laughs> I still have that banner ready to go. Book your That's vacation funny. now. <laughs> so do you subscribe? And so, Ned, I'm sorry uh, I'm to jump in, but do you subscribe to the idea that that is on Scarif? Are you talking to me? Oh, everybody. Like, so, Paul, do you, have you heard that? That. Uh, that that theory, um, kind of just like the Darth Jar Jar theory, that Pabu is an island that is on Scarif, and that the possibility for that earthquake was them testing the the uh, Death Star. I had not heard that theory, but I like to think it's it's its own little place. Okay. Yeah, 
I I've heard that theory. It's it is interesting, um, right? Yeah, kind of tied to this, and maybe I'll do this in like five or ten years. But I think it would be cool if people held retreats in Star Wars film locations. Yeah. There's a I saw somebody recently on the social media. God, they are all so many of them, and I don't know where I see all of them. Somebody was holding up a picture of like, um, it was a picture of. Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. I can't think of their, their names, but he held up the picture of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon in front of like the Italy and like where they held the picture up and it framed the back oh, yeah. the I've background framed the oh, picture. Oh yeah. So like they took a picture, like they held the photo up and then like it, it yeah. whatever it was, it framed basically saying that they're in that same spot where that scene was shot. Which yeah. is pretty pretty freaking cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually going to Lake Como for my honeymoon this summer and that is 100% the mission to reenact that Padme, Anakin getting married, Attack of the Clones. That are you going to awesome? Are you going to reenact the frolicking in the the field as well? Yeah. Are you going to try to write a pair to her? You are going to try and write a blurred for her? Yeah. Surf a blurred. Oh, so awkward. Can... It's the worst, dude. Seriously, <laughs> I love that's, it. I love that Nick Shesky thinks that that's what love is. That was, that, yeah. yeah one of our other like hosts he... said that was his first discovery of what true love was when he was a kid. Was <laughs> was Anakin and Padme in those places? You know what, though, dude. Honestly, it's like I always say. It's like I remember when I was younger. I really didn't even like fully understand Attack of the Clones. Honestly, like the love story that it that it is. But I don't mind that stuff now. I don't think like, I don't know. Even some of those scenes may be cheesy, whatever. I laugh my ass off at Anakin carrying uh, Padme's bags for her. I think that part is <laughs> hilarious. Oh, yeah. Because he said uh, he says something. So I, I you forget. carry your wife's bags all the time is why you're laughing at it. <laughs> no, 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 I don't actually. But I would if she told me to. <laughs> he says something and she kind of like tells him like don't I, I forget what she says to him just like basically you're like mind is place like you're not a jedi master or something like that i forget what the line is but i, I just remember i i the one day i rewound it and watched it like five times as i was laughing my ass off i won't play that video because then we'll watch the whole scene of attack of the clones she does say something like like she does say something like like you're just obi-wan's padawan she does she does yeah she does say something. she knocks him down she does yeah yeah continuously she chops at him so headless where would you live if you could live anywhere in the star wars galaxy yeah i mean before it got blown up i i would take scarif uh it, it's pretty cool um but i would have to relocate after that so i'm probably gonna head over to either uh naboo or Coruscant. it's it's a toss-up um to two totally different places yeah um but I, I do like the waterfalls, uh, but the the Coruscant looks pretty cool. So you you can fly cars and and you know that kind of stuff. So, but Scarif would be my number one because I just want to chill on the beach. So, all right, D Doc, where are you at? Probably Endor. I like Endor. Just hanging out with the Ewoks as long as they don't eat me. <laughs> you just they gotta... might think I'm some god because I'm a ginger or something. So <laughs> right, I like, you know. <laughs> They might see the red hair, and then I might get the C-3PO treatment. But So that's in Redlands. And what if there was like a treehouse you could stay in for a weekend, and you listened to Star Wars at night under the stars, and everyone lit their lightsabers, and you played Airsoft like, oh. and just nerded out for three days? 
that would be amazing if there was an Ewok village in like the Redwood Forest or wherever. Yeah, that would be that would be sick. See, that's what's interesting too is like I've said before to my wife, I'm like, it would be awesome to have a themed Airbnb, but like apparently they can hit you on like copyright stuff. Like, yeah, you gotta be careful. I've seen like places around Disney or around um, like Universal where like they'll call it like wizard house you know what i mean and it has the vibes of harry potter but it can't be the full vibes of it like you know like uh like the death star panels like imagine a place like where it felt like you're on like the death star and stuff like that i know what paul is talking about too though is like a weekend experience which which sounds really cool and i think it's a really good idea especially at these film locations where where it happened which is why i can be a hater of the uh the volume sometimes just because they're not actually filming a lot of this stuff on location anymore, which kind of bothers me sometimes. My only fear about doing an Ewok village is I don't think I'd be able to fit in an actual Ewok hut. <laughs> I think, I think I would. Like, you haven't trained like a trooper yet. I mean, I need to get into the train. Like I, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm still six foot four. Like I, like I'm, I'm half a Wookiee. So how tall is Han? Or uh, Harrison Ford? I don't. I, I don't know. I, I know Luke is ducking his head down in. Yeah, and same. Yeah, to get into the village when three uh, PO was chimney should do. Yeah, Nooch Vader. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Right? Isn't I mean yeah, that was no. chimney should do. That's what I remember. Um, He's six foot one. Harrison yeah. Ford is six foot one. Yeah, that sounds about right. Harry Fisher was small then. Yeah, because mm-hmm. she ducked on her way out though too. When she was like, but they're my friends. Yeah. <laughs> You've got some, you're pulling out all the lines tonight, Brent. I'm loving it. I mean, Brent, it's so Brent, since you're a, since you're a Yoda guy. Yeah. You'll remember the line where he's like, you know, he's like dying. He's like, there is another Skywalker. Ooh, see. My head cannon. Yeah. He's saying there's another Skywalker had an apprentice. Her name is Ahsoka. Hmm. See, so here's so here's where you're at, and I think this has to do with when you watched it and what has been released since then, right? Totally. Because totally. that line has lived on and has legs and has can be reinterpreted about ten thousand ways since it was actually spoken by Yoda, yeah. right? Because there is another. It could mean that there's. I mean, there's another chance that Anakin turns, right? Like. There is a chance that uh, it's Leia. I mean, most of the original trilogy fans will will believe that that is Leia, right? Yeah. There is another. It could be Ahsoka, right? Hell, how many how many Jedi survived? How many of the young Jedi's and younglings got out of the got out and didn't get killed by Anakin? I mean, you got Reva. Could be Reva. Who? I, mean, I hope she dies. <laughs> between now and the original trilogy i mean you know well, what she I mean? already took a lightsaber straight through the chest i mean the inquisitor did too it doesn't matter like no one dies in star wars that's one of my biggest pet peeves just Same. die there's no stakes i need paths to stay dead uh, yet yeah. somehow palpatine dead. returned yeah right so tech i mean tech like so tech who's an awesome character right and they're going to off tech and not bring him back. But anyone else? No, they'll bring him back. No, we're all good. I'm going to be mad for the bad batch. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm going to be mad if tech is still alive because that scene really hit 
like well for me like i, I mean I, he was one of my favorite characters i'm like damn it he's gone but that proved the connection i had to the character that i was upset that he died and it was a perfect heroic moment for him to go too and i mean i thought they were going to take out freaking wrecker and tech in the same episode i was about to be pissed but but yeah i i i don't want him to come back as much as i like the character there needs to you need to feel like when someone's gone they're gone i mean even though no one's ever really gone but <laughs> they brought maul back two times three times haven't even explained how they brought him back for solo but he was cool when they brought him back <laughs> Yeah, I guess right. Like, all back. I mean, he had he had three lines, and two of those lines were repeats. At last, we will have our revenge. At last, we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last, we will have our revenge. That's all he said. That's cool. He's still cool looking. That's fine. I mean, he yeah, no, right? Like, and he was a fan favorite, even though that's all he said. Yeah. So. I'm uh, I'm currently playing um, Jedi Survivor. I don't know if any of you guys have been playing that at all, but um, yep. I'm just sitting that. here like, why has um, Cameron Monaghan not been filming a Star Wars movie? It doesn't even matter if it's the same story that we've seen at uh, Cal Kestis in the games. The storylines are great in those games. They're really, to me, even though the time timeline that he's in is very familiar, his stories are fresh. The new worlds are fresh. The new, um, you know, beasts and stuff that you have to fight in it. Mm -hmm. And which, oh my God, I died probably 30 times on the first, well, the second world last night. I just was, I had to lower the level to like the uh, child's level of the game because I just <laughs> kept dying. Um but I mean, I, I think that they have a great thing with Cal Kestis and I would love to see a freaking live movie. I, I want a movie for him, not a show. I want a movie. Yeah. So you're talking about Cal Kestis and one of the things he does is swing around lightsabers. Oh, what is this? There we go. Is that a saber box? I think I know what it's going to be. Just it's got to be. It's got to be a saber. That size? What is in that I haven't even done my unboxing video on this yet. This is this is an exclusive right here. This is an exclusive reveal. For the first time ever. Wow. Nice. That, is, that is a big ass saber. That it, hill is a monster. It's, it's double sided. So you can throw in, you throw one in here. Now I don't have two of the crux. Does it break sides. apart into two? You, you made the perfect segue. This is the best segue for the biggest shtick that we have on Rule the Galaxy. And it came out of the fact that everybody's hating on my boy Count Dooku. So way back when I first started doing this, we had an episode and they were talking about going to Disney, uh, Disney and everybody looking at like the saber shop. And no one wants Count du Dooku's lightsaber because it's curved. And I said, you know what? I want Count Dooku's lightsaber, and I like Count Dooku. So I've become a huge Dooku fan and a saber fan. And that thing is enormous. It's huge. That's cool. So and it changes colors too, which is really cool about it. You can you can pretty much make it any color. Can it I break apart? Which it doesn't come apart because the middle when you unscrew. That's what I was thinking. When you unscrew it, that's where the two um, that's where the batteries are for each separate hill. 
Uh, so you can't so, take it apart and do a wheel or go, oh, yeah, do a wheel in it. But um, yeah, it's pretty badass though. But it sucks because yeah. it didn't come with any blades. And I have the um, Rebel Soka blade. So I bought two blades for that. And of course, one's like the dagger, one's the katana. So I have two different size blades. So I'm going to have to. Oh, that's freaking up. awesome. You got to get more. Yeah, I'm going to have to get more 50 hour blade now. But so small gripe I have with Cal Kestis. Is how the guy mastered three different lightsaber styles. Yep. <laughs> like, where was this guy when Vader was out stomping the ground? <laughs> Absolutely, man. His his uh, skills between game one to game two, it's like wild, man. Because now I'm I'm playing dual wield sabers. I, I just love the idea of having the dual wield. I wish you could actually have him in that Ahsoka stance, which I don't know if you can at any point, but. There's- but I, I do temper it too, because I know in like Knights of the Republic, there's what you play and then there's canon, right? So canon could for him be like, yeah, he's a single bladed guy. But if you want to go nuts and like have a red and a green saber and kill one person and save another, like go ahead. That's yeah. the one thing you can't do is is change the saber colors in the game when you do a wield. That sucks. I don't know why. Why would they do that? Oh. What's that for, for double lightsabers? Yep, when you do a wielding, um, when you have oh, having two separate colors, do you mean? You yeah, you have to have the same color. You can't. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I'm, maybe there's gonna be a patch someday. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But, but yeah. So leading me to the question, I was going into the whole Count Dooku. Uh, he's got the curved hilt. Mm-hmm. Is there a specific hilt? Now I know all three of you guys have the Luke Skywalker hilt, but is there a hilt in the system? It. it Cal Kestis, is there a hilt that you're drawn to that you think that's badass? That that is something that you like. You like. It's kind of my. It's kind of the shtick just to see uh, where everybody's at and what what the hilt looks like. You don't really hear a lot of people ask that question. Is there one that you like the best? Oh. To give you a little bit more time to think, I'm a fan of Ezra's uh, season one. Yeah, the gun one. The gun with the hilt. So he could shoot. Yeah, it's like the square. It looks like a staple gun, and it's shooting out like the ion and the the stun bullets, as well as it turns into a labor or a labor into a saber. I like, I I, have said Luke's just because it's so nostalgic, but I actually really like Sidious's. It's all golded out and like fancy. Yeah. It looks like, looks like he was so bored for all those years, not fighting anyone, where he's like, I need, yeah. He's like, I need to like add some gold to this. It's like very Coruscant too in the the style. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It does have the Coruscant vibes. Oh, with the ICC. There you go. Yeah. Wow, I remember seeing that displayed. I'll tell you what. I have now. I have like eight or nine hilts. Does your wife know that you have the most recent uh, double bladed? Yeah, that was a question that was in the the chat that I yeah, just read. So yeah, he's trying to start trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she saw it. She's like, I don't even want to know what you bought. And then my neighbor came over, and I, I told him about it. He's like, Did you get it? I'm like, What are you talking about? She's like, probably a huge box back there. It came in a huge, it's huge. And yeah, so she saw me open it the other day. Um, but I'll tell you what, the Canon Juris one that they got coming on this year, dude. I don't know how I'm gonna get it, but I gotta get it. Because that thing looks sweet. But of course, now Freddie Prince Jr. canceled. Do you see that? Yeah, I just saw the announcement. Oh, he did. Yeah, they pushed yeah. his sh- like he's filming a vi- uh, he's filming something, and they pushed the filming. It didn't get put, uh, yeah. so he can't make it. Yeah, 
I tweeted at him. I said, well, can you send your wife instead? Or <laughs> Yeah, so I would what's say... it like to get those ICCC lightsabers? Like, is there a rush for those at it? Because this is going to be my first year there. And I know there's only, what, 200 of those? Uh, did Michael say there's only 200? I saw him on – he was on the news in, in uh, Tennessee recently. Yeah, there's 200 of the – like the the so what he does every year is he creates his own so his the one he created this year kind of has the calcus's hilt uh, or not the hilt but the emitter the top part and then the rest of it he they kind of just put together and make it those were 200 um kind of like i think that is that what they were last year for the i, I think there's like 200 is what they have as far as the exclusive for the one that michael puts together right but there is a booth where there are like a couple thousand sabers yeah, other people have them. But if you want the ICC, that's 200. Right. And there's only 50 of the Canon Jarrus ones. Oh, okay. So on Friday is VIP night. Yes. So if you're not buying the VIP ticket, then you got to find someone probably from VIP to get you on. That's probably about the only way you're going to get that, unless you are going to pay you know, double or triple the price. Now, what is it like to go through TSA with a lightsaber is my question, because I'm going to be flying to... Uh... Tennessee. Great question. I, <laughs> I love Disney. So I was leaving Disney and one of the kids bought the Kylo Ren hilt with like the tube sticking mm -hmm. out the back and didn't have a problem. But that is also leaving Disney and going through Orlando Airport, right? Like they're used to seeing those things fly through security. So so what I did, because I, I flew to Star Celebration and I brought three lightsabers with me because I was going to use them in some of my photos, but they told me Ewan was not, they weren't allowing props with Ewan. I was pissed. I, I brought that all the way. And then I was so mad. I forgot to bring, because I actually met Ashley Eckstein there as well. Uh, well, I haven't met her like five times, but um, I was going to do the same thing with her. And I was just so mad. I forgot to leave him at the hotel and whatever. But anyways, what I did is I got a, a poster tube and I put the blade in it. And then actually the hilt itself, I ended up wrapping up like really, really well bubble wrap and just put it on my carry-on. So I just put the blade in the poster tube and the poster tube was probably maybe that short. So I just kind of sawed off another poster tube and just kind of taped it around as the top. I had no problems at all going through. It was considered a carry-on, one of my carry-on items. There you go. Maybe TSA is used to seeing lightsabers travel. I, feel like I would just sheath it in my backpack and have it in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle style. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, since you said that, I just got to ask, who's your favorite turtle? Uh, I haven't seen him enough to have Oh, a man. So, Ned... Donatello. Yeah, so... Yes. Well, I'm a Donatello growing... guy myself, so... Yeah, uh, exactly. So, growing up with the cartoon, I always liked... I always liked Michelangelo and Donatello. Uh, I was not a huge... I couldn't stand Raphael in the movie, the original OG movie. It was so terrible. It didn't even fit his character. They like reversed him and Leo for some stupid reason. Um, but so Donatello and Michelangelo. Donatello is awesome because that's he's voiced by um who's he voiced by in the movie? Uh, uh Corey, Corey Feldman, right? Yeah, Corey Feldman's awesome in that. Yeah. So Donatello, they make really, really they make him really good in the movie. Um, but I would, you know, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say Michelangelo. He's he's funny, he's cool. Kawabunga. I was always, he's, so this is why I like tech, right? So I'm going to tie it back in. Donatello was like the cerebral one. And I really identified with that cerebral one for whatever reason. And I feel like tech was the cerebral one of mm. the, 
of the Bad Batch, and that's why I always identified with tech. Yeah. So I'm ready for Ninja Turtles to take over my life because I have a six year old and uh the new Ninja Turtles movie is going to be coming out pretty soon, which actually looks really the animation. It looks really yeah. cool. So I'm excited to see that. It's, it's like similar to the end of the spider verse. Um, mm. the, you know, the spider verse movie uh, animation. So, I mean, it's interesting seeing these movies really, you know, turning into big budget movies that are like such like old school, you know, comic book t- uh, style movies, which like, I'm excited for the new spider verse movie. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I, I was excited for the Mario Brothers movie, which is why it's like Disney. Look at how much money Sonic movies are making. Look at how much the Mario movies making. You have a video game with a character that people love and may you make ton of money off of it. Just make the movie. It doesn't need to be some earth shattering situation you know like we know where cal is we know where he fits in in the galaxy like i i mean as paul said it would have helped if he was uh you know taking care of some you know bigger situation stuff but uh yeah i mean that, that that's how it's that's how it's getting with everything with these timelines in star wars is we're starting to get these badass heroes and it's easy to ask the question like damn why where were they at like you know especially with like mando's situation now and like everything that was taking place in the sequels it's like well was mando just chilling somewhere like or you know what 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 was he doing no, same thing where was ahsoka i mean at least at least ezra it, it, they'll make it make sense because you know he was gone for whoever how you know who knows how long you know they, they can use that but like it really doesn't make sense with Ahsoka. Like, where was she? Yes, she wasn't no Jedi or whatever, but... Like, They're going to do the Captain Marvel when they do the big Marvel Avengers style, and it'll be, where were you? She's like, I had bigger things to attend to. <laughs> and they'll be like, what was bigger than Palpatine the last 30 years? <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, so there's other... And then she'll say, there's other galaxies, not just this one. It's like, Okay. So what do we have? A, do we have a do we, what's the uh, what's the birth date of Cal Kessis? Do we do we know the birth date? I don't know actually. Like was he was he born during Order sixty six and all that? He had a he been, was. Right? I, I think I think during Order sixty six because he's training with his master and and he was young in the flashback in the first game. He was probably like eight years old, I would say, for Order sixty six when that happened. He's thirty two BBY. Jeepers. Oh, so he's older than we think. So he yeah. would be okay. So he's okay. So he's not that much. So 32 and Ahsoka is what then? Because I was gonna say they, they're pretty darn similar. He Ahsoka's probably older. Yeah. So okay. Well, we're already lost and still looks good, so we're good. Dude, you could bring Calcasus to the Mando if you wanted to. Yeah, Ahsoka's Ahsoka's four years older. She's 36. There you go. So they, yeah. So you can easily bring Calcasus into the Mando or into the movie or whatever you want to do. Because you he, he probably would be around as long as he's not dead. But again, it's like, what do you, what do you, what is you, what were you doing, bro? You you, you can uh like you said, you can dual wield, you can, you know, single, you can this is a great way. Third game he they make, he dies, does a hero's death, and saves Luthen. There you go. There Ooh. You go. Saves Luthen. Nice pull in there from the Andor. Yeah. All right. So uh, from all places, man. So 
both Joe and uh, Alfie, regular co-hosts, are in the chat and said that they would. Uh, Joe was a uh, Michelangelo fan, and Ra- Alfie is the Raphael fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other questions that are on the top of my head. Oh, ICC Con, yeah. So, Paul, tell us. Uh, you were you said you went last year. So tell us your uh, – so give us – because it's coming up. I think we're going to run into Ned coming up. But tell us what your experiences were last year and what you remember from ICC. Dude, it was so fun. So my brother and I, for the convention, got helmets from Cybercraft. So I got a 501st one, and he got a Darth Revan one. And we're like, all right, we're going to wear this. We're going to nerd out, do all that. And we got the a hotel room on site which actually ended up being really clutch because we were able to just walk in where they were having everyone else go through the line. So day one, day two, we were just walk in and we're having fun. Day three, we, I was trying to get autographs and, and someone funneled me into a line and they're like, Oh, well you haven't scanned to, you know, be legally or whatever at ICC con. So you need to go to the front. And I was like, the hell I do. I'm going to my room. So stop me. <laughs> so I went back to my room, went in through another door and continued to enjoy it. But I think that's, if you can stay on site, that would be a huge one. I'm sure it's sold out. So that would be like a recommendation there. But I just love seeing all of the different toys and collectibles and the niche things that you could go and get. I thought that that was awesome. There's all the different tables that you had of people building incredible Lego displays. You had all the different fan groups from 501st to people who are making patches. I actually connected with a guy. Uh, if I can get your guys' address after this, I'd love to send you the trooper badge that I had one of the guys from ICCCon make and design specifically for this. It's kind of like the uh, you're part of the army thing. Um, and so, yeah, it was just so fun connecting with people, doing the panels. I brought my camera and recorded a couple things and felt like I was <laughs> some reporter big shot but at the end of the day it's just cool to be the thing that was cool last year i think it might be way bigger this year but it was it was so small and compact compared to star wars celebration which i went to three weeks later you just get swallowed in that icc con i could just like rub elbows with i actually did that with um general veers i forget his the actor's name but julian something yeah julian glover my brother and i were sitting eating breakfast and we're like general veers like that's kind of cool <laughs> guys freaking badass i mean 800 years older and obviously he's a game of thrones guy as well um but yeah i don't know it, it just felt more intimate i think that, that was the really cool thing about it and i hope they're able to keep that to some capacity this year yeah i hope so too because they did completely blow up and got a ginormous facility um but i think he's gonna fill it and i think he's looking at trying to keep that small feel so yeah that's like we just had him uh on the podcast a couple weeks ago michael who runs it and um the 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 vibes that you described which i didn't make it last year obviously the story's been told on here many times (laughs) uh we already told it this episode but i'm excited to go this year just because that's exactly what he tries to do is to just make it a a fan experience like he's like i don't want to have all these booths with like you know verizon and all that kind of i don't know don't don't quote me on that maybe yeah and all these corporate disney license tie-ins that would take up space and 
Absolutely. Yeah. He, he wants it to be a fan experience. He wants people to be able to connect with each other and actually like have a chance to have an intimate fan experience. And, you know, it's even bigger this year, but he's still aiming to have that, that same experience, you know, and he, he was right on the money by freaking booking the uh, rebels crew because those guys are about to play a big role in star Wars. And he, he was on it, especially he, he announced, um, Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Zeb? Yeah. Uh, who, who Steve, does Bloom? Steve Bloom. Yeah, Steve Bloom. Yeah. He announced Steve Bloom like a week before he showed up on Mando. You yeah, know? that's huge. <laughs> that's insider so, Star Wars trading. Absolutely. <laughs> and he told us a freaking awesome story about when he picked up Ian McDiarmid at the freaking airport. Yeah. And he had, uh, did he have Return of the Jedi playing in the Ned, limo? were you in there? Were you in there for that one, Ned? Because I remember uh, Michael was talking to the EPC, I'm going to say it wrong. EPC TV. Yeah. There you go. Wow, you got it down. It's like you do this <laughs> podcast thing. But yeah, so he was talking the story and it was, yeah, he picks up Ian Madeira. He's playing Return of the Jedi. And the scene comes on where he's walking out of the Lambda class shuttle. Yep. And like McDermott just kind of starts chuckling. He's like, you want to know something about that scene? He's like, they made me wear like for the Sith eyes, they made me wear these contacts. And he said the contacts were like the slit, like a cat and he couldn't fully see down at his feet. And he was wearing robes and a cape and he's walking down this ramp. So he's at the time, he's a 20 year old dude wearing all this stuff to make himself look old. And he had, he can't see. And he was afraid he was going to trip and fall so he had to shuffle down the st- the walkway, wow. which now has become the va- the empire's wa- the emperor's walk. But the emperor's walk was created so he didn't hurt himself <laughs> walking down the steps because he was like, I can't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> kind of related to that at um, ICC last year, just to hammer home the idea that it's intimate. Is my brother and I were staying and we were going into town to the bars. Yeah, I actually ended up having my bachelor party at uh, Nashville last November because I had such a good time in Nashville. I was like, let's come back here. But I'm waiting for my Uber and standing right next to me is Matt Lanter waiting for his car. And you don't see that at Anaheim. You won't see that in Tokyo. You won't see that in London. That's crazy. Yeah, that but I think crazy. Matt, I think Lanter is local to Nashville. Yeah, he lives too. there. So he's waiting yeah. for the valet to pick up his truck and he has yeah. a truck. James Arnold Taylor as well. Oh, I didn't know he was a Nashville local also. Yep. So, Headless, what, tell, talk, to, talk to us about your experiences from last year. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I was brand new at this whole YouTube thing and, and everything. And just meeting, just meeting everybody in that podcast room and just the knowledge that you, that you guys gave and uh, Sleeping Collectibles and uh, Flynn Hendricks and uh, EPT TV and... <laughs> I mean, there's uh, uh, um, what is it? Uh, uh, is it Cereal Box podcast? I can't remember. Uh, back of the Cereal Box. Back of the Cereal is. Box. Yes, yes. Thank you. But yeah, I mean, that was awesome. And you know, like Paul was saying, the, it was so intimate. I mean, I went up to Ashley Eckstein because I had met her like a month previous at GalaxyCon. She remembered exactly who I was because I was wearing the same hat, and she's like, "Wait a minute, I just met you. I know you," and She's like, let me cut the line to come up to because uh, I actually got my the ICCC figure. Um, my so my okay, I didn't really cut the line. My wife was already in line, 
And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Because I was bringing up the ICCC um, Ahsoka figure because I wanted to get that autographed as well because I had saw somebody else got it and I liked the way it looked. So I got that autographed. So, but it was, it was funny. Um, so she let me do that. But um, yeah, I mean, gosh, there's so many experiences. Um, the, you know, a big one, uh, Julian Glover. We're eating dinner. And when we travel to cons and everything, we, me and my wife travel, we, t- we take our two little dogs with us and you know, like, like little 10 pounders. So we went down to the hotel um, lobby to eat dinner and we sat there with the dogs. They, they didn't care. And we're just kind of sitting there and I looked, I looked to my right and I'm like, Hey, I think that's, um, I think that's Julian Glover. Cause I had got the, his autograph, you know, earlier in the day. So I go, I go, Hey, just record this. I'm just going to walk over there and see what he says. So I took my dog over there and I walked over and I sat next to him. I bought him a glass of wine. We probably talked for 15 minutes. Wow. Um, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Like he, like he was awesome, you know, and I, you know, it was during that still kind of COVID-y, you know, whatever, but like he didn't, because I also didn't want to like, you know, sip over any bounds or anything with him, but, uh, cause I know he's older, but yeah, I just go, I, I, as I left, I said, I said, Oh, I just want to let you know that you do have one of the finest asses I've ever seen on TV. <laughs> you know, Game of Thrones, he's, he's, uh, you know, he, he's Grandmaster Pycelle and he always is. Yeah. But he's throwing the rope back on he, yeah, he got a he got a big uh, a big kick out of that, and yeah, he was just me, and my dog. We're just sitting there talking to him. It was it was awesome. My wife, my wife ended up making like a little TikTok out of it and everything. But um, but yeah, that was that was awesome. Um, and I don't know who the guy is who walks around is the emperor there, but he in the cosplay, but that dude was fantastic. Yeah, that was um, good. I got, I got a big uh, like a lot of footage on him for my for a, for a YouTube video and all that, but. But yeah, I mean, and then probably the best thing was is I went up to um, Anna Graves, who we actually already mentioned today, uh, who voices Duchess Satine. Yep. Um, and I actually checked just like literally two days ago. I, everything's two days ago. I, I did so much on Tuesday. I, I actually just dropped the video all on her because we just got done watching the Mandalorian arc on Clone Wars. So I did a video on that character. But yeah, I met, I met her and I was the only one in her line. I talked to her for a good five, 10 minutes. And I had her sign my, because, um, you know, she doesn't have a Funko Pop, unfortunately. Because I do. She I, doesn't I, have anything. I know. It's, it's unbelievable that we can yeah. get 17,000 different versions of Boba Fett, which I love, but we can't get one of Duchess of Teen. Yeah. It, that was, it's, it's unbelievable that we have nothing. We have a yeah. co host that is a, a huge Duchess of Teen fan. She actually was able to interview Anna Graves because they were looking for somebody to interview, and it's like her hero, and she was able to interview her hero. So, and that was one of the things that they brought up was the fact that there's no collect collectible for Duchess. Yeah, but yeah, so I she I she I didn't have in her autograph my uh, my Women of the Galaxy book in that spot. She put a nice little message on there, and then I just I just asked. I said, "Hey, is there any chance that um, I'm, I told her I'm over on the podcast room? Is there any chance that uh, there'll be a chance this weekend that maybe we we can sit down for 15 minutes and just do an interview? And she agreed to it. And uh, on Sunday morning, before the con even opens, uh, Jim Orman, the one the guy who runs the whole thing in there, a fantastic gentleman. Yep. Um, he 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 agreed to show show up early for me. And yeah, I was up there. I was up there interviewing with her. And I mean, to, to this day, it's probably the, the you know the best thing I've done is, is as far as being able to like do this and and talk to people and. Yeah, fifteen minute interview, and it was awesome. She she's such she's awesome, yeah. and I always I'm always tagging her on stuff and Facebook or not Facebook, but um Instagram and Twitter. She's always she's always liking it, so it's it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, again, cool. 
that's not something you can go do at New York Comic Con, unfortunately. Yeah. Or or San Diego, even. Yeah. It was awesome. Like we were there. We had a longer trip. We we were only there for Friday and Saturday. We took off. We didn't stay for the Sunday stuff. Um, but we were trying to get. We uh, got a picture taken with Anna Graves. Um, we were in the room. It's in the room talking and listen to the people talk. So I listened to Julian. Um, and it was cool to listen to all of the quick interviews. And yeah, the podcast room over there. Be, it was really awkward because no one really knew each other at the beginning. But then basically that Saturday everybody was like more or less pal buds uh broke the ice and now like we've been on with ecpc we've had those guys on you've had on we've talked to flynn a couple times yep Um, he's got he's kind of blowing up in the in the wrestling world which is awesome to see Um, i had him on gosh this is when did tales of the jedi come out um yeah, I mean, that's been a while already, and I had him on there, and all of a sudden, like, yeah, he's going way back into the wrestling. I know he's he's working out, losing weight, looking good, and yeah. I told him, uh, I don't know who he wrestled. I can't remember who he wrestled. <laughs> it was, like, after hours in the in the podcast room. I'm like, dude, I need to get into some of that wrestling. Yeah, guy. like, he had somebody body yeah. slam him and like, yeah, at one of, of the WrestleManias, right? What, well, didn't okay, he... so we're, well, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about at ICC, mm-hmm. he had, like, a 12-year-old girl do a body slam on Like, he took a prop fall and had somebody do a slam on him because yep. the dude is a lot of energy. But, yeah, now he was, like, a security guard for W. Like, so he was – he's a wrestler, like a, like a regional wrestler. But somehow got hooked up with the WWE, and they put him in as like a security guard who took a fall from one of the wrestlers. Like so, one of the wrestlers did either a, a slam or a stunner or a DDT on him um, during one of like the WrestleManias or during mm-hmm. a pretty decent sized pay per view just recently. Yeah, Dude, yeah. The girl, awesome. it was um, uh, she was actually she came in with um, uh, back of the cereal box. Mm, okay who was part of that podcast gotcha um, yeah 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 because we met her and we were talking to her and yeah so she ended up doing that i'm like dude I'm like you gotta text me when this kind of stuff happens like i was exhausted from that day i think it was i think it was probably saturday night i was exhausted i mean it's a long day being there you know um but yeah that's i'm like, I'm like i need to get in that I, the amount of cosplay that i saw that i didn't expect um yeah. did you guys and i've said this but you guys haven't been on the chiss female scared the poop out of me oh yeah she was fantastic the reason why she scared the poop out of the red eyes from she was all blue with the red eyes did you paul did you not see her probably saw her yeah yeah that one she was fantastic and scared the poop out of me so i can see why thrawn's intimidating (laughs) um when i saw a jawa that was my size Cause it was a Jawa in like the five at first. <laughs> it was like it was a like a like a six foot tall Jawa, and I thought I'd be the cool, funny guy. I was like, "You're a little tall for a Jawa, right?" And try to do the whole like joke and reverse it around. He turns around and they have like a video, like a voice box, and he looked at me like with his yellow eyes and hit the button and was like, "Ooh, teeny!" And that's how he answered me back when I tried to be funny. And like I, I was so giddy. I was like, "That's that was the coolest thing that's ever happened in my life." <laughs> a six awful. foot tall Jawa went. Dude, I can't wait. This is going to be the first ever like fandom convention I've been to too. And it's like I'm a big Lego guy. There's been 
uh brick fest has been around me i've never gone to it i always look at it i never go like i'm i'm one of those guys who just always has his eye out at all these cons and it's like funny because out of my group of friends like i'm the guy who's really into this stuff compared to them like they'll go see star wars on an opening night with me or whatever but it's like they're not like building legos or doing whatever so it's mm -hmm. like i'm just excited to be around a lot of people who are into the same thing that i am you know so well, Dave, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely get you on an episode of our bricks with bs i'm i'm all in on that yeah, dude yeah, I, yeah, I have my love it i have my little uh i have my little light over here like this is this corner is where uh where the builds go down it's the uh it's the black series wall and then the lego and bondi builds which i'm curious if they're gonna have any bondi models at this convention too man i'm you know knowing that my because my wife is gonna be going to nashville too we're gonna be like double tripping it where it's like i'm gonna be doing the podcast and she's going too and we'll we'll go like downtown and stuff like that and we're, we're all going to be going out too with the guys and everything i'm just trying to i know she's going to pack so much stuff and i usually bring like the perfect bag for the carry-on size so, so i'm I, just trying to figure out how i'm gonna get stuff home i'm not gonna like try to burst bubbles or whatever but this is like a high-end collector group there's no it, affordable stuff there now there there is but there like is. There is, but the this is like the cream de la creme of a lot of the Star Wars figures. Like walking around, they pride themselves on having the hard to find collectibles. The different groups, um, there's art that's there that's that's good too. But there, you will find um, your twelve hundred dollar double telescoping Luke's. You'll find your five thousand dollar yak faces. You'll find your two thousand dollar boba fett's like the you're like i remember walking past somebody's booth and it was all loose figures that were minimum 85 dollars. yeah so you're talking like original 77 kenner toys you're this is a this is a place to collect collectibles um so you'll see a lot of that you'll also see power of the force you'll mm -hmm. see a lot of you'll see a lot of those black series that are like pre-ordered that you can't get your hands on Somebody's gonna have those black series at that play at a ICC con. Yeah, that that Luke that Ned was talking about is one that I want to get my hands on, but I did see it's recently available. Look at that. Wow. Is that Jar Jar? Is that our boy Jar Jar? No, it's not Jar Jar. <laughs> it's Felicia Crum and Ula, and they're both gonna be there. So yeah, I'm gonna they are. Mine it. Yeah, I just picked this up on eBay like two weeks ago. That's cool, dude. Yeah. That box, that box is freaking awesome. That's a great display. <laughs> The box is like minty because it he actually came with uh, I have it down over here, but it actually so you know what you guys want the story with this? So this was a send away. So it came in here, I'll show it to you. This is why we need the windows on the black series figures, because look how beautiful. So Alfie was talking hold on. Alfie was talking toy time. Yes, you didn't miss toy time. It's been consistently coming back up, Alfie. So if you're still in there listening. So this is this is the box. So this is the way it came because it like when I bought this on eBay, this was in here, right? And it was already it was taped. So I I obviously I cut it because I wanted to. I'm gonna get it autographed. But yeah, that's that's the way they came. So a lot of them, when you look at them, they're they're like, you know, beat the crap on the sides. So I went through. I can't even tell you how many auctions I went through over the last month and a half looking for this thing. And I finally found one. I messaged the guy. I said, dude, 
please pack this up well for me because I'm getting it autographed and he did a really nice job. Yeah, but yeah, awesome. so but yeah, that was like a that was like a free send away or something um back in '98, and um yeah, it's kind of crazy. So real quick, I think we're hitting kind of a, a wall, not a wall, but I'm, we're gonna try to. We've held you guys in here for a, for for a hot minute. Um, to wrap it up, I'll go back around the clock. Paul, tell us about Troopers Transmissions. Talk about us. Train like a cadet, like a captain. What you got going on? Headless Ned will wrap up with you, and then we'll wrap wrap this up. I just respect your guys' time and trying to move towards the end. Totally. No, I appreciate it. Um, so, yeah, Train Like a Trooper's out. It's all 501st Legion, dumbbells, bands, body weight, and I'm wrapping up the kind of body weight beginner cadet version of that. And I'm adding in something kind of fun. If you go into editing software, you can throw on a couple of voice effects to sound like you've got the, you know, voice box. So what I'm going to do is treat it like a, um, you know, like a mission where I'm saying, all right, cadets, like I need you to get finish this mission. And if you can complete it, you will be sent out to Salukamai to join Commander Neo in the 91st. But if you can't do the 91 pushups to join the 91st, then you'll have to go through boot camp again. So it's going to be a lot more like, themed and fun and the whole goal with it is to create a kind of like gamified workout system where you go through and you know train for the republic for the republic yep commander thorn all right it's kind of like you always reminds me of boromir how he takes those arrows in uh, lord of the rings i don't know if anyone remembers that. absolutely <laughs> Commander thorn reminds me a lot of that because it's like he takes three shots to the chest and finally goes down on the fourth so how can we find you? How can like, so it looks like it's a YouTube uh, channel. Is there a, I just had the YouTube up for the, is people there a Twitter? What, what, what are your handles and what are your yeah, most frequent... Instagram, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube and Facebook is all the trooper transmission. Gotcha. Cool. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate you reaching out. I, I, I think it's funny that you landed on me and uh, I'm, I'm glad that we can give you a voice to amplify the trooper transmissions and hopefully get some people in this weight loss journey. Absolutely. Well, it's funny when you were like, oh, yeah, I do rule the galaxy. I was like, I follow that on TikTok. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. The Headless Ned, what, same, about, same to you. Give us a kind of a wrap up. Where can we find you? What do you got going on? Yeah, so uh, like I said, right now, uh, twice a week, I'm dropping uh, reaction videos. Uh, they're edited, of course, because of copyright. Uh, but I also I have a Patreon page as well where you can get um, totally unedited. You get the full versions of The Clone Wars, uh, the full reactions of that. And um, yeah, and then uh, same with Ryan Milky because, again, he's kind of like my co-host in all this. Um, and then, yeah, usually on uh, two other days a week, I, I just drop other videos for right now. And um, like I just did an, uh, an unboxing video. So I'll be dropping that Tuesday. Uh, yesterday, I dropped one about Funko and their new reward system. So again, it's kind of a, you know, it's, it's, it's a collectible Star Wars, Game of Thrones, some gaming. I, I do game um, Hogwarts Legacy and uh, the new Jedi Survivor game on there. Um, I try to at least do it once a week, just something fun to kind of hang out with uh, with the subs. And yeah, I'm just kind of pushing toward that 1K, and I'm hoping to hit that maybe by San Diego Comic Con because I have I have big plans for San Diego Comic Con this year. I have uh, all five days, and um, yeah, and uh, this is I have ICCC. I'm going to New York Comic Con again. I'll probably be going to Cincinnati Comic Expo. I just came back from um, 
Lexington Con, which was awesome. And yeah, so I, I, I this is kind of what we do. We, we just kind of travel. We, we go to different cons, anything with Star Wars and Game of Thrones, really. And um, yeah, so my Patreon, you can just find me on Patreon at Headless Not Stark. You can find me on YouTube at Headless Not Stark as well. Uh, TikTok, same thing, at Headless Not Stark. Instagram, same. And then Twitter is just at Hellas Ned. So all of those different venues. Um, yeah, I'm just kind of trying to build the community and um, yeah, one day at a time, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. Brent, what are your uh, what are your final uh, thoughts for tonight? No, I love I like I said, I reaching out with uh, to Paul and to Headless Ned. Going to run into you at uh, ICC. I'm still kind of. Uh, I got like a fifth grade graduation and I got my father-in-law in town. I got a lot going on, so I might miss the VIP day. I might only be there for like Saturday, so or I might not even make the trip down. I just haven't really figured out how I'm going to work that into my schedule. So if I don't see a headless net, I'm sure we'll see each other on the in the little boxes in our technology. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I appreciate Paul. Like it was really weird that you reached out to me and I was like, sure, I'll take this call. And I'm really glad that I did. Right. I mean, there's a lot more that we have in common. It's one of those crazy things about star Wars, right? The force works within all of us. And there's a reason why I took the call. There's a reason why I set it up and the, you feel like, you know, somebody after about talking to him for about five to 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you create that little brotherhood and hopefully that trooper transmissions and the workout train, like a trooper, kicks off and takes off for everything other than that um let's see is there anything major going on watch your star wars visions watch your young jedi and ahsoka coming up hopefully fingers crossed that the writer strike yeah. ends, ends quickly because and, and it doesn't affect many things and we probably won't know what it'll affect until probably next year at this time when we really truly feel the effects of the writer's strike dude we might have to be some scabs man we might have to have all this head cannon that we have and you know go to hollywood you know <laughs> right write the there. story write the story yeah we exactly. just built we got to film our own head cannon I, I want to do like create a brand new planet and and we could all talk on our helmets and absolutely like, yeah, I, was, I was just <laughs> over in scarif just did a drop off I ran into these guys. They were trying to blow the place up. It was crazy. I got out of just in time. <laughs> Sounds like a Saw Gerrera trying to blow up uh, uh, Krennic in the uh, yeah. final Bad episode Batch. of Bad Batch. And somehow, yeah, no. and somehow Pepo Team returned again. I, it's amazing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, we, gotta, we, did, we just, we just got to find a code, code breaker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That right there, that's a two-hour conversation about that. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, my, what are they thinking, man? God. Well, on my end, I got to say, uh, this was a really fun episode. I mean, I already followed Paul on TikTok, so I made sure I subscribed on YouTube to Headless Ned and Paul. You guys should do the same who are listening. Um, as far as Rule of Galaxy, you guys could subscribe to us as well. We're actually like, you know, ever since we've started StreamYard, it's pretty funny. We're starting to see like those subscriber numbers kind of ticking up. We used to keep our eye on it closely. And it's like, you know, we've always posted to YouTube, but, you know, that's starting to show up too now. So, um, you know, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, we appreciate you guys joining us. As always, it's just like complete strangers that you haven't met before and then you just ha can talk for an hour and a half with each other about star wars and everything else in the universe so for uh chapter 
205 of rule the galaxy podcast you can email us at rule the galaxy headless ned what do you got i have one i just have one issue about tonight what's that (laughs) we did not get to the plumbing talk i know i know I, I love know. them, dude. Keep doing. It. I love those videos, dude. I'm like, dude, oh, you know, yeah, that works. It's it's crazy. It's like a lot of my tips lately have been like taking a hit because I've been doing a lot of renovations, yeah. and some of the stuff I've been doing, like tile and everything like that. I know what tile TikTok is like, and I know what certain other realms are, and I don't want them in my realm. So it's like plumbing TikTok and everything and homeowner tips and all that stuff. I'm good. But it's like now I'm starting to transition into renovations as well. So I haven't filmed a lot of stuff. iPhone needs to find a freaking way to let you listen to an audio book and record video at the same time. (laughs) Or I just need to get a better camera is what I actually need to do and actually like record on the camera and not on my phone. But I appreciate that. Dave Doc DIY is my my channels for everything. YouTube and TikTok. What's that? Has anyone found Capybara TikTok? Sorry. Oh, sorry for ruining your algorithm. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Uh, uh, Alfie just doesn't want us to cross streams. That's all. Like, he just wants to make sure that we're not crossing streams. <laughs> there you go. Leave a urinal in between us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I don't know though, Alfie. I might do I might do a Death Star wall one. These were the first ones I built. So I might do a Death Star DIY at one point. I did make a video on this, but I had no freaking clue what I was doing when I built these. Alfie wants to <laughs> I gotta share this comment from Alfie. I don't get to plug my OnlyFans, so no plumbing video. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I love it. I love it. Well, guys, it was great talking with you guys tonight. Um, Ned, we'll see you at the uh, ICCC. Paul will be following you, and I actually think I might start to do some workouts because I pull my neck and my back too easily now. Yeah, for the Republic. I shouldn't be doing that at 32. At least you didn't hurt yourself trying to wipe. That's all I want. (laughs) Yeah, that's a win, right? Yeah, that's, that's that's another story for another time, Brent. (laughs) <laughs> he's listening and that's all that matters <laughs> all right guys from us uh roll the galaxy podcast may the force be with you